She began to receive communion early every morning. On several occasions of her life, she willingly submitted to the authority of a bishop whose politics she thoroughly disagreed with. And she was in full and active communion with parishes utterly sociologically different from her own mission. And this was also impressive but problematic. How do the pieces all fit together? At first it seemed to be inconsistent, but it was actually quite the opposite. Because for Dorothy Day, the center of the whole thing was the gospel tradition with Jesus Christ at its center. And the more dramatic ministerial and political parts first drew my eye. But equally important were those other circles of spirituality and theology and tradition of which she was also a full member of the party. Together with the debris and the politics and the pamphlets and the cross currents of church life, for her in the midst stood Jesus Christ who was in charge and held together. The gospel for this morning is the story told by Jesus about how the kingdom of heaven will be and how it will be divided between the sheep and the goats by how people have treated the least, whom he defines as the hungry, the thirsty, the naked, the imprisoned, and the outcast. And all of that is and is meant to be clear as a bell. <laughs> I recently went to a church meeting of the Episcopal Foundation, which gives grants for outreach. And there was a discussion about making a new series of grants about immediate needs of the homeless and the hungry in our metroplex, naming it the Matthew 25 Initiative. And I thought to myself, how often can you name a social action project after a chapter of the gospel and what the point is is perfectly clear. Mm -hmm. Well, this is such an example. And it would be a shame if in interpreting we made it any less clear. That's mm -hmm. not my point. Today's gospel tells us that the Lord cares passionately about those who are in need and isolation, and his own son humbled himself to be with them in solidarity, and we have to be the same and live in the same way, and that that will say something decisive about where we stand with respect to God's. But wait a minute. If we look closer at the story, it would seem that there is more to say, as, as was true with Dorothy Day. The king says that we are to show mercy to the least of these my brothers and sisters. And if we compare that expression to other similar ones in the New Testament, we realize that it refers to members of the church who at that time were prone to persecution. To be a Christian might well mean to end up in prison, or be hungry, or be forced into flight. And if that is what the expression means, then the king is saying that the witness of the church, though it be weak and struggling, 
is out the window. I think rather we should draw a different conclusion. Namely, that this passage, like the Word of God in general, can mean several things at once. The Bible is so true that its truths are layered and deep and subtle and have to be mined. The meaning of the Holy Scripture, the Word of God, is like throwing a stone in a pond and watching it rip. And in the history of, our, of the church, there has been great meditation on how the Word of God can be true in different layered ways at one and the same time. It is that rich. There was a lot of debate about this in the history of the church. In much of the Middle Ages, they settled on four meetings at once. But let's not worry about the number too much. The Bible tells a story and needs to be taken seriously in what it says. Matthew 25 also has a message about how you and I ought to live our lives. A moral sense. But we don't stop there. It has that moral sense because the one who speaks this passage to us is the center of everything. He is the one through whom says Paul, uh, says Paul in Colossians, all things hang together. And finally, the Bible in doing this informs us as we end to where God intends us finally to arrive, namely the kingdom of God. Each of these as once ripples out of that one truth, which is the Word of God. Which is to say, when you and I read Matthew 25, it means what it says, that it matters how we treat the least and the lost. But that ripples out to how we understand the church, and how we understand Jesus Christ, and how we understand our own destiny headed towards the kingdom of God. How might that work out? these sheep and goats. Yes, we are to become brother and sister to the most needy around us. And yes, the church, particularly when it seems unlikely or struggling, is God's very witness to which human beings must respond. And yes, all of this is true because Jesus Christ is King who has the power to call us but we too be unlikely and get us where he needs us to go. And yes, where he needs us to go is the kingdom of God and how we live in the meantime matters ultimately. All of this packed into this one gospel reading. 
that the word of God is like a cord woven together so that it cannot be severed. Our serving, our knowing, our loving God are really one thing. And second of all, you and I must realize that there are parts of this reading which for us as disciples are hard. I come from New England. My father was a doctor. And as a child, he always told us the worst of medicine taste of better it is for you. <laughs> there was something like that in the Word of God. The parts that are burrs under our saddle are meant to wake us up. Is it easy to hear that it matters eternally how I treat the least of the lost? That's a challenge. And does it sometimes seem confounding that the very eternity of souls depends on how they react to the church which is often troubled and confused and struggled? And is it sometimes unsettled to realize that our lives are of eternal consequence? And is it surprising and reassuring to hear just the same that Jesus Christ has the power to call us from eternity and get us where he needs us to go? All of those in one way or another occur under our Sabbath so that you and I can hear what it is God is saying. So on this Sunday of confirmation and reconfirmation, let us hear Matthew 25 in the most practical way. Church, hear that your God is the one who enters into the greatest human distress around us. 